any advice for practicing patience, staying present versus focusing on future goals? Yeah. Um, the purest definition for patience for me is aligning with the pace of change. It's a very simple language. But what I mean by that is usually we think of patience as waiting and usually we think of it as resistance to our desire for the goal right now. And when I think of the actual pace of change relative to whatever the topic is, there is a natural pace of change right? with the seasons, with the earth. Right? We get about three months per season. That's the pace of change. When it comes to your personal life and goals and dreams, there is a pace of change. Now this is becomes um, a bit trickier when you think about all the details when we think linearly. So you have your ideology, the way you think, right? Many of us think of manifestation and affirmation and changing our minds and changing our frequencies. That's a part of it. But the other part is how the universe responds, how it brings it in. And then there is, you know, if your goal is to become a doctor, well, you do have to go through all of those degree programs. But ultimately, patience is about what happens within you as that change is occurring. So do you hold fast? Are you steadfast in that knowing, in that belief? Or in, are you in this illusion of some kind of control that somehow your worry can make it happen more quickly? So for me, aligning with the pace of change I set my intention, I hold it strongly, I feel it throughout my entire being. Whether it's I'm love and liberation, or you're manifesting some amount of physical wealth or abundance or love. And then let it go. Know that you've done all that you can. And surrender to life's timing life's cadence. So it's more about knowing and confidence in what you know and what you believe and how you've shown up than waiting. Because in your mind there's still an attachment, there's still an illusion, there's still a mental formation that isn't serving you. So just surrendering it. If you guys enjoyed the meditation and are looking for daily meditations just like this, every morning at 7.30 a.m. I guide the groups in my Beautiful Souls Online community uh, through meditations. We dive into all of these topics. Um, I've been doing this since the beginning of the year. And um, the idea is to have a, a soft space for grounding, healing, and transformation. So whether you are going through a period of immense turmoil and you need the grounding practice of meditation and the support of a group, or here if you're healing from something that um, 
it's very traumatic, or if you're transforming, which generally that's a non-linear journey, right? All of those are kind of happening at once in different directions. Um, so that's happening at 7.30. And you can sign up at my website, a soul called joel.com. Um, for the month of October, the first two months of membership are half off. So it's like 16 bucks a month for the first two months. Um, it's essentially 50 cents a day at that point. It gives you enough time to try it and see if it's something that resonates for you long term. I've been doing one-on-one -on -one coaching for a while and while that's great, I, it limited my hours and it also limited the number of people I could reach. And so the community resonated as a way to give more people access. Um, but also so many of um, the members were learning so much from each other and each other's journey and just feeling that tribal energy, right? That we're in this together and feeling the support. So if that resonates, you can find out more about that at my website. some unheard of ways to regulate emotions or how do you like to regulate your emotions so you're able to withstand the ups and downs of the day well I don't know what you've heard or not heard but I'll share with you um, the ways that I regulate my emotions one one hack I think all of you are aware of breathing, so I'm not going to mention that one. But one hack is holding something warm. Why does this work? As children, we look for warmth to feel secure, right? So your mother would lay her, lay you on her chest, or your father would lay you on his chest. And the baby would be soothed because you felt that warmth, you felt that connection, right? So holding a warm glass does that or finding comfort and warmth um, but also igniting the warmth of loving kindness like we did in the meditation this morning does that another beautiful way to regulate your emotions is just to honor them and acknowledge them one way I love of doing this is simply speaking to them so fear I know you're there and I promise I'll take good care of you right Sorrow, I know you're there, and I promise I'll take good care of you. And beyond that, you can even ask, well, what do you want me to know, sorrow? Fear, what are you here to remind me of? And in that moment, you right, detach from the wave of identifying as your fear. And you realize that fear has come as a friend, as a partner, as a teacher, to help you move through something. Only our resistance to it and our judgment of it was creating a downward spiral where it ignites more and more worry because now you're worried about your fear. Is it okay to feel this way? So validating your emotions in that way. Another one is move your body. <laughs> Just go exercise, go for a walk, a run, whatever's resonant for you. Those are my most common ways. Um, and then other times I'll just meditate, just sit and meditate until it's grounded. Sometimes that may take five minutes, sometimes it may take an hour. 
Um, but trying to navigate what resonates for you in those moments is um, the best way to approach that space of emotional dysregulation. to your intuition. What are ways to decipher a feeling from the head versus the heart? <laughs> it's a great question. It's one of the reasons I'm always asking you guys, how is your heart? Because many times we get lost in our, in our head. We have thousands of thoughts a day. And that's just what the mind does. But tapping into your intuition I actually think of it intuition versus fear. So when you're looking for this inner knowing, it comes as a constant, something that's innate within you and it always speaks. And so for me, I cultivated my relationship to my intuition through my heart. Because I thought of it this way. My heart is one of the first minds, right, that developed. Before your brain was developed, your heart was beating. It was your proof of life when you were in your mother's womb. And it's connected to all of the information you need to grow up and become a successful one of one. It's not here. This is like a hard drive. It's storing information that you receive from the outside. And it's a great tool but it does not have the coded information that you need to stand in your individuality, to stand in your truth when no one else around you is understanding what you're doing or why. Only your heart knows that, only your intuition, your connection to something greater. So just breathing in, connecting to the grounded calm, which is the language and the frequency of the heart and intuition. Connecting on that frequency you dial back the noise of the brain and you begin to notice how those thoughts come and go. And then once all of that chatter is gone, all that remains is the intuitive nature of the heart. It's wisdom, it's stories, it's journey, it's images. And there's a stillness connected to it. And there's something that's unshakable about knowing yourself on that level. So when you connect, or sometimes your intuition finds you and says, hey, turn right on this road or go do this random thing. Or do something very deliberate that you know you've wanted to do and maybe now is the time. Once you honor those, or even if you dishonor those and for whatever reason you resist those urges, and you see the outcome, how things maybe ended in a way that wasn't good for you or how things accelerated your growth, or it was a point of healing or abundance. Tell your intuition, thank you. Tell your heart, thank you. I always would return after those moments and either say, oh my God, you were right. <laughs> I should have listened. I promise I'm listening and I wanna cultivate a healthy relationship with you. Speak to me frequently, speak to me often. Let your voice be familiar to my ears or when things go the way you want also offering gratitude and connecting and saying thank you 
I hear you, I see you, speak to me daily, guide my every step. When you approach it in that way, you begin to develop a relationship with it. And to the contrary, fear will also be very loud and you might feel, you know, a little anxious in your body. If you're feeling that energy around a decision, that's not grounded intuition. So it generally means you probably just need to do in the practice I just shared, grounding your energy, reconnecting to just a state of calm before you even worry about these questions and these answers, a state of non-attachment, a state of non-doing, so that that whisper can be heard. So I hope that resonates. It's really about how do you feel in your body. Intuition is aligned with your core. So you feel good, you feel calm, you feel grounded. It's that simple. Anything that is not aligned dysregulates you. So if you feel dysregulated, you feel confused, you feel like you need to ask someone else for permission or an affirmation, it's, it's not you. It's not your intuition. So I hope that's helpful. What is a tool you use to let go of judgment? Meditation. <laughs> so I'll share it with you a couple of ways. Dualistic thinking generally sets us up for failure in a lot of ways. Sometimes it's good if we can apply it um, an objective, an objective light, and maintain objectivity. Other times, though, we identify with our judgment. So, if you think of it, when you're in conflict with someone, we usually will judge what they're doing. We'll say, "Oh, you're being this way. You're being that way." However, this is where projection sneaks in, right? We project our emotions onto their actions. However, if you can maintain objectivity and realize that you are experiencing the world as you are. There's a bit of power in that because I can't control anyone else. You can yell at them, you can scream at them, you can make all of your requests, but you have no control over them. Coming back to self, okay, when this person does this and that action, I feel. Get clear about what you're feeling. Get clear about your emotions and then name them very specifically and then get to the why, why of it all. Because this is what it's stemming from. You're trying to regulate your emotions from the outside in by making judgments and making them the problem, but you're still angry, you're still upset. So when you take a moment to get grounded through meditation and breathing, connecting to the breath, letting go of each thought as it comes, you realize that that's just what the brain does. It spins in a wheel and it brings in different ideas. The monkey mind is what it's called. And when you sit, when you're calm, there's a space that you create in meditation where the thought happens and you're just aware of the thought. 
You're not riding the wave of it taking you or believing that everything that you think is true. You know that it's a thought. And that is the gateway to relinquishing judgment, non-attachment. Another simpler way, practical way, is just asking, is it true? Because generally we make snap judgments based on our assumptions. And we don't have all the information. We don't know their why, their how, their motives. We see their action. It's one of the reasons we are not perfect judges. One of the reasons we shouldn't judge. Maybe just remain curious. But I have to go now. <laughs> I have to prepare for the meditation and the Beautiful Souls Online community. Um, if any of that resonates, there's more information on joining the community and becoming a part of the daily meditations at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. And if that time doesn't resonate with your schedule, all of the meditations are uploaded to a library. There's over 230 meditations now covering all of these subjects that you guys have been asking me and much more along with workshops, monthly sound baths, and sharing circles where we have an hour-long discussion twice a month with the other members where we get to dive into what's really happening in your life. You can ask me questions, you can ask the others. It's been such a beautiful, beautiful soft space for so many to connect. I've had the dream for this community since 2010 because it's something that I needed at that point in my journey. And now I'm really humbled and honored to hold space for others who are at a stage in their journey where this might resonate for them. So if that's you, come join us. And if not, help you find what is resonant for you. Okay, beautiful souls, I'm gonna go now. I'll see you all soon if you're in the community and um, everyone else, be well, have a wonderful day. Much love and light. Peace.